Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Andro Yule. He'll be fighting at UFC Fight Night 137 on September 22nd versus Henan Burrell in Sao, Sao Paulo, Brazil. What's going on, Andre? Hey, nothing much. Thank you for having me. No you know, doubt, no doubt. Uh, first thing I want to get into is the fuck it challenge. I saw the video, man. It was uh, entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> hey, so points on that for bringing that one up. Because literally, to, to this day, it was my favorite video of the fuck, up, fuck it up challenge. I promise you. I'm actually going to probably post it or uh, repost it again, just to have it out there. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of dancing, man. Like, everybody that knows me, that, uh, like, growing up, my mom used to tell me I never had a rhythm. And I knew she was telling the truth when she said... Uh, I was off beat in church, you know, and I was like, all right, I know you ain't lying. I know you ain't lying. <laughs> so, yeah, so it kind of came off of that. So ever since then, I've been, like, trying to grab my own rhythm, and the rhythm just started to flow with me, you know. So, yeah, so Fuck It Up Challenge was literally my best favorite dance video in the world right now. Hey, so, it yeah. was it was pretty good, man. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, thank you. Thank you. So now you know, it always gets posted every time or every fight that end up happening, that, that video gets posted all the time. So, you know, so I know. Even if they haven't seen it, they're going to eventually see it, and they're going to be like, damn, this dude always posts it every time he gets done fighting and fucking shit up. Yeah, so I'd be real about it. All right, in your career so far, you know, you have come up short a few times when you fought for the title. What did you take away from those moments that has allowed you to propel your career to where it is now? Uh, truly, learning lesson. Like, everything, basically how I take every fight. Um, I take it, like, one day by day to... Uh, I take my losses as if I took it as a win or I take my wins as if I lost. So I just end up uh, critiquing everything that I end up doing, working, doing my homework and trying to make sure that I'm performing and looking better the next time I go out. So every time that you end up seeing me, it's a uh, better. And but yeah, you can just place it on there a moment of he's someone that ends up learning from his losses, you know, because every all the times I did lose is me moving up and um, weight. Yeah. You know? So I ended up learning my credibility because I eventually am planning to move up um, basically a fight after the first contract then I'm going to come up to 45 and like um, dab in there but I already knew where I need to work on it was like the jits and everything but now my jits is like sneaky as hell so you know anybody that ends up fighting or going up with me they think I don't have floor game because you know like that's how the fights ended but circumstances happened and some of them I, could, I had nothing to do with and the only thing I can do is just ended up making sure that my body was perfect the next time that I ended up uh, fighting. So, you know, yeah. So it's like one of those situations. I ended up taking the, my losses as if if um, I need to do my homework just as, as I took my wins as in if I lost. Like, you know, do homework, end up perfecting it, and make sure the next time I end up being or showing, it's going to be an exciting show for everybody to end up being excited about, you know. CES 50, man. Three months ago, you snatched up the Bantamweight title via third-round submission. Take us back to that glorious night. Ah, uh, one with a tough opponent, Dennis Fiva. Uh, 
I was always going to give him credit every time I end up speaking his name or anybody ever brings it up or says my, my toughest fight. That will be the toughest fight. Just the fact is in, I got to perform and excel to a level that people didn't see or thought, you know. And it's one of those moments that it showed every round I'm going to end up giving it every ounce of what I have on top of the table, you know. And it got, it got, it just got pushed. It's like one of those, he had his wrestling, I had my stand-up. And what separated us was the Jits game and us being tired, you know. Uh, I went out there for one thing, and that was honestly the grab crowd, some audience, you know, a fan base. And I actually went out there and did what I had to do, and that's what came out. And I came out with a fan base. Because, you know, he was, let's, let's be real, he was his hometown. He was the hometown favorite. I came to his house, and not knowing that even though I'm in your house, when you got in the cage, you just got done playing in my home now, like, you know. So regardless of where it is, the cage is my house. Like, it's just like that. It doesn't matter where we're at. Like, you just became the intruder, the way I look at it, you know. But that was a tough fight. That was my boy. And we became friends after. I still owe my man to drink. So let, let that be out. I still owe my man to drink, you know. So the cage is kind of like a mobile home for you. There you go. You know, it travels. You know, you get and lynch it on the truck and just go ahead and just, you know, hit it up on a couple of the dope roads and just make it happen, you know. So wherever you end up landing, that's the home, you know. That's that's just how I look at it. And people don't end up getting it because they always feel like, oh, yeah, you know, he might get uncomfortable or he's coming to other people's home. Like, you know, or you can get nervous and all that other stuff. And it's like reality. I don't get nervous because I'm just me. And as long as I'm being me, when it comes down to it, you're going to end up, one, again, you're going to end up loving me. And then, two, I feel comfortable. I mean, that's the whole point. It's about being comfortable. And me, I'm comfortable everywhere I go, you know, unless it get awkward. I'm not good with awkward. You know, like really like awkward. Like I'll be like the beyond awkward person. Like, you know, like I'm the wrong person to be awkward with. And I'll be like awkward. Oh, yeah. You know, but yeah, it's like those stuff like that. Man. Definitely. You started your career, professional career in 2015. You got signed by the UFC within three years. That's that's an incredible feat, man. What were the emotions like when you got that call? Because I know you were emotional. Be honest. So, again, I'm gonna, this is, like, a, a true story. So, uh, like, when I ended up getting the call, like, literally I almost walked away from, like, the whole the whole UFC thing because uh, it was about, like, backstabbing people in the back, and I'm not with that. I'm, like, 100% loyal to what I end up doing, you know. And whoever's around me, that's just how I am. So I ended up getting offered by some uh, ex-managing uh, group, and the managing group kind of like called in the base, like, oh, yeah, we can get you in, just end up leaving the person that you're with right now. And to be honest, I left that. I want this person to leave that person to get back, you know, over here, just because he's the reason why I even took up the whole managing group because I ended up believing in the trust, which his name is Matt Dodge. Uh, Dodge Sports is his uh, managing groups. But he was with the uh, KO reps. He separated. I went with him. And the whole KO reps dude uh, tried to sneak one in because uh, when I got the call, they called him. And not knowing that I already separated with him and go with uh, uh, with Matt. And what ended up happening on that situation, he tried to run one by simply saying, yeah, I got him in. All you got to do is leave him and come to me. And so they gave me the phone call. I already told him, no, I ain't leaving. You know, I was like, I'm going with him, even if it's today or the, in a year process. I already know the, basically the program that I'm on. And I knew I was going to make the UFC is either today or tomorrow. But regardless of the situation, I'm going to make it. I was determined it's like laws of physics of how the universe is going to connect us together, and that's what's going to happen. I knew it. 
Um, now it's just affected in more fights that come around, more people starting to believe and then start following and, you know, the whole situation. So it kind of ended up floating in that, that like boat. But anyway, I ended up getting ready to walk away from it. I said, no, I was like, if I ain't there with my team, my normal team, I'm good. Finds out that he just reached out to him because my name was still tagged on him. So I ended up fixing it. Now I ended up walking on. So the time that I got on, it was like the whole moment of me being homeless and everything, like me and my mom, like, you know, basically the whole thing is me trying to secure my family the whole nine, you know? Uh, so yeah, about to be homeless two days before I end up signing that situation happened. So when they told me that I'm, I'm in like half of my face was like pissed off. I was like angry, you know? And then the other side was like balling up. And I was like, my mom was sitting there. We're like literally in the bank. And she was just looking at me like, what, what, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, I'm like, we made it. Like, you know, it was like, made what? Mom, I'm in. UFC, da, da, da. So it was kind of like emotional. It's like you just see one side like tearing and the other side is like, keep a straight face. Keep a straight face. Like, you know? So yeah, it, it didn't really end up hitting me until like a week later when I ended up getting like this, uh, one of my buddy's daughters wrote an essay about me about meeting me on her birthday the whole night because i literally came over there you know to say happy birthday and all and i didn't know it was like a big deal but it made it a big deal when she wrote an essay like oh yeah andre that called me the afro monkey like that he came in and said hi i was shy i mumbled and like first sentence i'm already like balling up right like i'm like literally crying on like it was like two o'clock in the morning reading it and i'm like crying already and it was like that's when i knew everything that i have done all the hard work that I ended up doing, you know, for my boy, trying to be back in his life, like literally without my son, no one even know about me. We probably be talking today, you know, mm. like everything that builds up into that situation hit me and it hit me two to three o'clock in the morning mm. off of a little essay that, a you know, a young girl ended up writing about, me, you know, so it's like one of those, like the storm hitting waves, but I already know, like after the fight, I already know I'm going to end up falling even more to be, two days about, you know, two days about to be homeless and then, or two days before me signed about to be homeless to a moment of, I'm about to be on one of the biggest platforms, you know? And it's like, people don't end up getting it, but yeah, it's just, it hits. Everything ends up hitting. It's like a deep story, but things hit. Yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful story, man. And uh, the story continues. You oh, have yeah. four yeah. fight winning streak, all finishes, three out of the four are in the first round. Is your confidence level at the at an all-time high right now oh confidence has been it's been on the top the day that i started man. <laughs> i'm just simply saying like i'm telling people i'm like the bobby brown my prerogative on the situation <laughs> give me the mic i'm about to go ahead and just blow i'm go ahead and sing this song out i left the new edition they don't even know i'm waiting for the phone call with them i didn't get the phone call but as soon as i left the new edition they gave me the phone call you just feel me you feel me so anyways uh, confidence is automatically uh, on top. I end up even writing it down, like on my notes, saying that uh, I'm gonna end up fighting four times this year. I was gonna make the UFC um, come my fourth fight. Um, basically, I was like already telling my future in the beginning of the year, like writing my New Year's revolution type things, you know. And I end up stating out of the four fights, it's gonna be three knockouts, one submission. I already got two knockouts, one submission. So. The last one is about to end up being more spectacular because ain't no one going to really know until I end up posting the notes and letting them know that everything that I end up stating I was going to do, I'm doing it, you know? So it's just end up letting people know, like for the young people, it's like you put your mind into it, you put the work and dedication and what you end up doing, you're going to end up basically doing magical things, you know? And, and I always end up looking at anybody else that ends up looking up, looking up to me. Make sure you aim to be better than me. 
because every person I end up looking up to is that I want to be better and I get that chance, I'm going to end up showing them that I'm better than them. And then me, and I'm including myself because every day I want to be better than I was yesterday. And that's how I end up looking about life, you know. So small things like that. Yeah, you're doing your little uh, Nostradamus thing right me? there with the notes. <laughs> you, feel, you feel me? I'm just saying. Like, and, then, you know, I'm going to have my notes on uh, for uh, 2019. I'm going to start that one up. And, then, you know, and probably on that end of that one's going to be like move up to 45 and take mm-hmm. over that. Because I'm going to take over 35. And they, you know, people don't end up understanding I'm like the best fighter. And I'm going to tell them that. And I'm going to keep on saying it. And if anybody feels like that, I'm not. Hey, challenge accepted. My challenge is always out there. Nowadays, fighters have to be unique, and you have a unique way about yourself. But what exactly do you bring to the division that it has never seen before? My cowboy boots. Reebok. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Reebok. I got the sticker today. I, I snapped it on, and I was like, I'm about to bring these out here. So when they tell me you can't wear them, I'm gonna be like, they Reebok though. They Reebok. You gotta end up messing with me right there. You feel me? So that's what I'm bringing over there. But it's exciting. It's Showtime, Mr. Entertainment, you know. It's one of those things that I'm end up going to be me. And they're not ready for this. Like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, like on my phone call, I was, like, waiting on the phone call with uh, Dana. I ended up letting them know, like, hey, y'all need more light skins up there, man. Like, let me get out there. It's like, let, let, the, let the light brights be out here that perform like these dark-skinned people. I'm just simply saying, you know. Like, let me in. But, you know, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be very entertaining. I'm, like, here... Like, I was staying here to take over. Like, it's one of those takeovers, honestly, real, and it's about to end up happening. You know, I already know it's going to end up opening up these doors where a lot of people are going to sit there and trash talk. And, you know, I'm not, like, one of the best trash talkers, but I can automatically, like, hyphen, like, a lot of freaking... Basically, my trash talking that's going to end up happening is going to be, like, phrasing movies and, like, music songs and stuff like that, you know? Like, Skip. Like, you know, my man Skip. I always like to go to Skip. Like, that's my runway runway thing like come on skip i'm just trying to smoke my black and miles skip. Skip. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like one of those things so i'm bringing personality man they're gonna end up they're gonna end up loving me they're just one of those things people are gonna love me they're gonna end up wanting me just to be around me and like i stated you hear me or be around me for like a good five minutes you're gonna you're gonna freaking love me it's one of those things you know i'm bringing excitement smiles and even ones that are like sad it's gonna be like you know what i'm coming here just to watch him because everything i end up doing me in the cage, I am a completely different person, but you see the passion and all the work that I end up um, placing in the cage, you know. And then when I'm outside, I'm free hearted, I'm like a loved one and all that other stuff. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, after this, you're probably going to want to invite me over for dinner, man. I'm just simply saying. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like small things like that, man. You know, so yeah. Your upcoming opponent, former champ, Henning Burrell, he's on a two fight losing streak. And. And could be possibly fighting for his job in this fight. Could that dynamic make him more vulnerable to your arsenal of attacks? Uh, to be honest, with it or without it, I'm already a bad matchup for him. That's mm. just being real. And I'm not just simply stating to him. I'm saying everybody in this weight class, I am a bad matchup. Like, you know, like uh, you already know what I'm good at. You already know what I'm going to end up doing. And it comes down to that moment as in what are you going to end up or what, what was your camp in preparation of the situation to stop me? Because I'm coming forward. It's one of those things. I'm going to move. I'm coming forward. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you hard. You know, um, basically everybody turns into a wrestler when they end up going against me. And it comes down to that moment as an, okay, let me go ahead and do this jits. I understand he's a black belt guy. I get that. 
but when it comes to standing up, I'm a black belt. So it's one of those like situations where you got to get to me, you know. And even if we did come to the floor, I like to play with like I like to play. I like you know like you could put and bring me down there. I don't mind jumping in the pool full of sharks. I don't mind doing that. I'm guaranteed I'll come out. Like you know, you throw me in the jungle with a um, pack of lions and tigers. I bet a hundred bucks or even wolves. I'm gonna bet a hundred dollars that I'll come out leading that pack or with a new fur coat. <laughs> you feel me so it's just like one of those things like this is how i am and i'm always going to have this mentality and personality and like flow about things about me you know and just the confidence of me just walking in because you know everybody ends up having a little nervous wreck i don't get nervous mm-hmm. it's one of those things like you don't get nervous sitting on your own toilet at your house like let's be real you know the day that you get nervous that ain't your home and like i stated the cage is my own so it doesn't matter where it's at I could be in somebody else's uh, like backyard as in Brazil. I'm home already. As soon as we enter the cage, I'm home. So, under the lights, it's like 100% showtime. And that's what they're going to get. Mr. Highlight. Everybody, hi. <laughs> yeah, you are going to go to his backyard, enemy territory. You're making your debut. You're facing a former champ, a big name. Do you live for these moments? Oh, yes. All the time, man. Like all the time, the bigger the um, bigger the crowd, better the performance. That's how I look at it. And it's like I'm going to go out there, and I understand they're going to end up booing, you know, hate this guy, et cetera, et cetera. But when I get done leaving, I'm going to build a bigger fan base with the world mm-hmm. and in Brazil. You know, they're going to end up treating me like it's like a home for me. So I'm going to be definitely down there, you know, showing love and respect, you know. And it's going to be definitely nothing but respect to um, him and Baral, because I understand he's like the old king of the lions of the, of the jungle and everything. But in reality, it's the old versus the new. Mm-hmm. And it's the new wave, and I am the wave. Not the new wave, I am the wave. Like, you know, I'm surfing my own wave. I'm giving you guys the wave now. So they're going to end up flowing on my, on, on my train now. And they're going to end up seeing the beginning of something that's getting ready to take over, which is going to be something big in, in the next basically in the next month following or the years following after, you know. So, yeah, they're going to end up seeing something um, bright. Shine like a, like a diamond. Like we the song. I, like, I feel like it's 100% off, but <laughs> 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 I'll try. I'll try. You know, but shine bright like a diamond. There it is. That's, that, that's how it goes. You know? Earlier you mentioned that, you know, you're going to move up to featherweight eventually. Why that decision to move up? Oh, because I'm not going to lie, man. I like to eat. Like, everybody, they be over here and I understand it. Like, I get on these diets, it doesn't kill me and all whatnot, but, you know, I do like to still eat. Like, I want to be comfortable when I when I end up, like, cutting weight because I can drop down to 45 easy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I already know that I have a power to punch with them. I, I feel like I honestly can punch with the 155 slash um, 70s. Like, you know, because the majority of, like, the sparring partners I end up having, they're heavier than me and... Like, I end up exchanging. You got to remember, I come from a boxing background, so boxing heavier guys is, like, custom to me. You know, it's already original. It's one of those things. But I already know the difference on the from the 35 and 45. The 35, I definitely muscle my way through anything, you know. But 45, I can muscle my way through, but it becomes more technique because you got some of those people that are just going to sit on you. Like, you know, basically bring out the fight and make it boring, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not the boring type. So everything ends up... Um, critiquing as in the right time and the right time for me is just keep building up my jits and wrestling and when the time is right it's going to be with the right opponents and exciting opponents like one like you know you have max holloway 
that's going to be exciting at 45. Like, you know, you have Brian Ortega, which is like mean on the, on the ground. And he's from out here anyway. So I think that would be like a bright, you know, bright fight. I'm actually a fan of him, you know, but at that situation, I know that his style and my style will be exciting. And, you know, majority of anybody that watched that is going to be like, hold on. He might get, you know, if he gets a hold of you, it's over. Like, you know, so it's going to be like pins and needles mm. on that, like that type of fight. But at the same time, I know I hit hard. So regardless of me hitting him, it's going to be pins and needles on that situation. But right now, no one ends up knowing that because it's my debut. But they'll get it after the hit and brow. And when I handle my business there, they're going to say, okay, this guy is legit. And then, you know, I'll move on and fight the next people like uh, like Sugar, Sugar uh, O'Malley I'm a fan of. And which, I'm, since I'm a fan, I definitely want that fight to happen. That will be, like, interesting. And then you got TJ and Cody. Like, you know, I know Cody already came off that, that deep loss, but Cody's still dangerous. That will be exciting. And then when I get to TJ, knock all these, these like, weight classes out, you know, and then that's, like, literally how I just gave you the names is how I want my uh, fight contract to honestly be, like mm-hmm. that. When I go up to 45, like, again, or the featherweight, that's what I want. I want Brian Holloway. Um, even, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm about to say his name 100% wrong, but his name is Zabit. Zabit. Yeah, Zabit. There you go. All right, so, hey, he ends up watching it. My bad, but I'm excited. He's an excited fighter as well, you know. Uh, he's very interesting, but you know, very dangerous with his, um, like, you know, with his, uh, grappling and everything, but he likes to bring excitement before he gets to his grappling. And I think that'll be an interesting fight. So anything that becomes interesting, even if I end up going to 50, uh, 55, like, you know, you got a uh, Khabib and Connor, like mm. that'll be an interesting fight. Even, uh, like all the other ones that are, um, there, anything that's like interesting and exciting that I feel like I should end up losing or people feel like, Hey, you'll lose is the fights that I want. Because, you know, those are exciting ones to me, and I'm, like, here to make excitement. I like that. Yeah, with your physical attributes and skill set, there is a lot of exciting matchups for you to have in the future once you get your feet cemented into the division. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I'm, like like I said, I am open to every one of them. Hey, they got a number on their name, I'm trying to take their number. So, like, we'll fight for numbers. I like that. Like, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm very competitive. Like, if you told me, it don't even matter what the situation, even if I ain't good at it, I'm going to go ahead and talk like I'm the best, and I'm going to convince you to know that I'm the best at that if it was freaking volleyball, you know, or ping pong, which I really do suck. I'll go ahead and say this, but I am going to honestly speak like I am the champ at that bad boy. Why? Because I'm very competitive. You told me to go play basketball one-on-one with LeBron James. LeBron James, I am going to end up telling you that I'm going to beat him, and I can guard him, and I'm going to sit there and state things like that. So, just like I said, I am very competitive. Like anybody that wants it, I, hey, you guys can get. Like you know, I love a, like I love a good fight. If it becomes exciting, we're good. All right, September twenty second, UFC Fight Night one thirty seven in Brazil. Henan Burrell, the former champ, will be facing you. It's going to be exciting. You're going to have man. It's one of the the most exciting debuts a fighter can have. Man, it's 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 yeah. very rare to have that opportunity. And good luck to you, man. It was good talking. Truly appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I really do.